Blog Talk Radio.
one of the most important things because the subconscious mind uh, really has fundamental programs of life that we acquire from our parents, our family, our community uh, between uh, the last trimester of pregnancy and the first seven years. So this is why nature created the first seven years of a child's life to download how to be a member of a family and a society and a culture by strictly observing other people. It's actually a brain function. It's a equivalent of hypnosis. Yes. Okay. So the fundamental programs your subconscious are not yours. The conscious mind is yours. That's the creative mind. Well, the issue is that the conscious mind uh, can travel in time. What are you doing next week? Yeah. Your mind lets go of the moment, goes to the next week. What did you do last week? Let's go of the moment, and you move into last week. Or I say, Ty, think of something in your head. Uh, and the moment you're thinking, you're not paying attention. Well, this is what the function of the subconscious comes in. When you're not paying attention, you go to autopilot. So it's not like you're walking down the street and you have a thought and then stop. Like that. No, you continue walking. Yeah, but you're not paying attention. So it's a subconscious that does all the jobs from walking to driving the car. Uh, and so why is this relevant? Because when we're not paying attention and we default to the subconscious, we, start, we play the programs that are in the subconscious. And I go, yeah, but the programs in the subconscious are primarily not yours. They came from other people. The, the, and most of them, as psychologists tell us, most of the programs we get are disempowering, self-sabotaging, and limiting. Yes. And the relevance about that is this. If I'm going to play those programs, then I'm, by definition, I'm going to be shooting myself in the foot. The reason why you play the subconscious programs is because the conscious mind's engaged with thinking, which is 95% of the time or more. And that means 95% of your behavior is invisible to you. And why I really wanted to emphasize this so much is this, because we believe we're victims. Oh, you know, I really wanted to be successful. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to have a great relationship, and it's not working out. Yeah. And then you say, well, that was my intention. And it's not working, so therefore the world's against me. And then we go into victims like, God, I really wanted it and it didn't happen. And I just wanted people to wake up because it basically is this. It's not the world against you at all. The world will give you everything. The issue is you're not operating from your conscious mind except 5% at the most. And so your life is really a reflection of your subconscious programming. Now you say to me, well, I got programmed from the last trimester of pregnancy, first seven years, so I was being programmed when I was one and two and three, and I go, absolutely. And you say, but what, what were the programs? I wasn't there. I have no idea what the hell the programs are. And I go, here's the neat part. 95% of your life is coming from the subconscious. So all you have to do is look at your life and just look at it and say, for what? I say, what comes to you that you want and it comes to you easily, you have programs to allow that to happen. But what you struggle with, what you work hard on, what you, you have to put a lot of effort into, why are you working so hard? And the answer is simple, because you have an invisible program that is sabotaging you from that point. So now all of a sudden you say, well, what do I need to change? I say, well, look at your life yes. and tell me what you're having trouble with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's the, the, the direct expression of a program that's not supporting you. There's always been a belief that the conscious and the subconscious minds are one and the same. So if I educate my conscious mind, then my subconscious mind should automatically know what the heck I just did. Yeah. Right? So then I say, well, yeah, guess what? How many self-help books did you read? And I go, oh, I read all these self-help books. I say, now that you read them, did your life change? And the answer is, no, not really. But I'm really smart because if you ask me any questions about the self-help book, I can answer it. I say, well, what's the issue? And the issue is this. The conscious mind is creative. So, yeah, I could read the book. 
I could watch this video with you in it. I could uh, even just go, aha, and the conscious mind could accept that and learn it. But the subconscious mind does not learn that way. And that has been the problem because we educate the conscious mind to get really smart and our life stays exactly the same as it is. And the issue is why? Because it doesn't translate from the conscious to the subconscious. Because the subconscious learns in, well, three to four fundamental ways. Number one, the first way it learned seven years was hypnosis because the brain was operating at a low vibrational frequency and just downloading what it saw. After you're seven, how do you learn? Habituation. How'd you learn the ABCs or the times table? You had to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and finally you got it and then you know how to do it. You want to drive a car? You have to practice and practice and then you learn how to do it. So if you want to change the subconscious mind, hypnosis is number one, that works. Uh, number two, repetition, habituation, yes. create a habit. And at first it seems like a struggle because it's new to the subconscious mind, but hey, you didn't learn ABCD the first time you said it, you know, you That's had to right. do it again and again. But after you do it for a repetition period, it will be so natural that if you're not doing it, your subconscious mind go, hey, what's happening? We're not doing it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's really good. We overcome that. Um, a third way, which is um, very, uh, some people get in, it, it's very powerful, but I wouldn't recommend it, is tremendous emotional shock. <laughs> 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 Boom! Something happens in your life and it's so dramatic that after that moment, you're not going to be the same person. The subconscious got, got it right there, okay? Yeah. And the newer one and the better one is um, a whole new field of uh, uh, belief change modalities, which are also associated with what's called energy psychology. Yes. Uh, and these are wonderful uh, because basically uh, it's a form of super learning. And what's neat about it, the conventional things like hypnosis or habituation, there's a time element that takes a long time. Yeah. But these new belief change modalities, uh, like a super learning experience, you can change a belief you've had your whole life, 50 years, and change it in 10 minutes. Yeah. And so this is really, it's really, it's a new type of psychology that's coming in, but it's really necessary because, as they say, uh, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Yep. We're running into a world that has a lot of necessity to change very, very quickly. So uh, we're really happy to see that there are ways of changing without going through all that anxiety and stress so we can do it really quickly. My favorite one is the one that I use because I'm the most familiar with it, but there's yeah. many of them in my books. I give a whole list, but yeah. the one I, I use is called Psych-K, like the abbreviation of psychology. Yeah. It actually represents psychological kinesiology. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's an exercise where you, you get your right and your left brain hemispheres to work in harmony, which they don't do on a normal day-by-day -day basis. And when you get them to work in harmony, that's called brain synchronization, a window sort of opens up and you can drop in a new belief in five minutes. You know, it's really fun because you say, well, what if you can release these programs? And that's uh, the story of the Matrix, where I say, well, I take the red pill, I get out of the program. And I say, yeah, but in real life, every time we've taken that red pill, I say, what's the red pill in real life? And the answer is falling in love. Falling in love with the person or falling in love with a, uh, your creativity or whatever it is, falling in love. Because when you fall in love, what you're doing is so captivating and so engrossing and so desirable, you don't let your conscious mind wander. So the first time in your life, your conscious mind's staying present. And I said, well, why is that important? Conscious mind, wishes, desires, and aspirations. If you're operating from that mind, you manifest your wishes and desires. So my conclusion for all of this blah, blah, blah that I'm giving you is simply this. What if you go into the subconscious mind and change the programs in the subconscious mind so they reflect the wishes and desires of your conscious mind. What would that mean? And I'll tell you what it means. 
you'll live in a honeymoon for every day of your life on this planet for a simple reason. Yeah. If my conscious mind with wishes and desires begins to wander and I default into the subconscious and is playing my wishes and desires, I never left the honeymoon. Most people's stresses are not real uh, immediate emergency stresses at all. They're beliefs of a fear uh, that they won't have something, they won't have a job, they won't have food, they won't have a friend. Uh, and it's not that they don't have them right now, they're thinking about, oh, that happens! And that's where the stress comes from, and that's why 90% of the people are in fear because they, they recognize that their future is uncertain, but rather than seeing it in a positive way, they, they have a, a, you know, this image of a negative work, thing. Work it all out. And, uh, and, yeah. and it's really interesting because, remember, when you fall in love and you get out of the programming, you create heaven on earth. Well, if it wasn't for the programming, everybody would have heaven on earth. Yes. So if we can change the programming, then heaven on earth is available. must awaken now. You are the melanin carriers on this planet. You were the original 12-stranded people, and you were given that privilege through a whole lot of work in time. It was not something given to you by chance. Because you fell from grace and sought to make better than your creator, you suffered by that that you created, and then also was brought to your planet that that you created in a higher form. In other words, once you think that you are a god, you must act godlike, not sometime, but all the time. Because once a god falls short, there are so many things that are not godlike just waiting to lapdog you up and tear you apart that you're open then to the whole holy cause of the cosmos, not the faked holy cost on earth. The real Jews, as you found out, are you. The 13 tribes had nothing to do with just earth people. It embodied Lucifer Maldek, the exploded planet, which rained down upon you those lost souls, which destroyed a whole planet in your system that you help sustain. Many of you are reincarnate Maldekians, Luciferians, and you probably don't even want to deal with that, but if it is truth, it will come back to haunt and vibrate. I'm style triggering all your opening points. We'll see which ones run with it. In the great role of play that is a planet, people are brought to it to learn. And to show in physical embodiment, physical reality, in a lifetime, what they have learned in the heavens of earth. What they have learned on the spiritual and mental plane is of no value until in a time when given a physical body with physical challenges, you see what you can do really under pressure. Time and time again, some of these best people failed. 
and time and time again as they failed it lowered the vibration of the planet until the planet was put into a coma Thank you. the planet now wants to awaken it is almost awakened and the more you begin to channel in successfully this new energy through your pineals, through your melanin, your energy fields will attract more and more of cosmic light. Let's put this another way. Our sun was nothing more than a step-down transformer. Some people call it, if you're into physics, a transducer. It is now a capacitor. It is a step-up transformer. Whereas at one time it filtered out great light and energy that came from deep space to our planet so that we could live under a sun. And you remember the saying, there's nothing new under a sun. And there isn't. In 59, it completely reversed its polarity and now it is sending forth energy, augmented by the kind of what they call cosmic and gamma rays that are coming into it. This year, by this summer, you will begin to hear more and more about sunspot activities, solar prominences, perturbations, and how our sun is a deadly enemy about to annihilate us all because it is going to burn us up with x-rays and gamma rays. Not all of us. <laughs> Not all of us. Some of us. And who are the us's? Whoever are the chosen. How are you chosen? You choose yourself. By following the disciplines you know you should have been doing, not tomorrow, but yesterday. By doing the readings and the research and taking the time to spend in meditation, the things you thought you should have done five years ago, you start them immediately tomorrow. By not being threatened or coerced, you do because of the golden mechanism within your own spiritual consciousness, that that you know you should be doing as though a policeman was there or mother was looking, and you do better than both of those authoritarian figures because you are arising. Once you channel in that light, for every one of you, you're worth a thousand of non-channelers because they're the dead. They will not awaken. You cannot wake for them. If you do not do that in mass, you will be subject to the technical prowess of a people who are soulless that now have control of this planet. And if you're ready to go up against them, I bless you. If you're ready to go up against them alone, I feel sorry for you. For you will learn a lesson that will stay with you forever. You cannot match them in their technology. Forget it. What you knew subconsciously and what you know even as you hear the tone and tenor of my voice is true is that some way or another you could raise a spiritual quality that could match that in some kind of way you just didn't know how to go about doing it. And you know that you had lost something and you wanted it returned. You have that privilege now. AIDS 
and every other man-made deceptive agent to stop you from progressing physically and cause your journey of life to end quickly will only be thwarted when you can raise your vibrational rates enough where none of those things can exist within that contact field. And then those that met it and made it will meet out its suffering and suffer the same thing that they started. The planet cannot help you to you vibrate high enough to take the light. It's just that simple. Other than that, you will be destroyed just like those that are trying to destroy your planet once again. Hello? Okay, good. So as the chemicals of emotion wane, the cells will go into a period of chemical withdrawal. This will stimulate the brain to produce more molecules of emotion, and the cells will carry out the corresponding behavior to concentrate the chemicals in the tissues. This is known as emotionalism, which creates drama. No, I'm serious. You have to understand that drama is a biological created activity because the chemistry of that emotion is dwindling in that person's body. And so therefore, to keep that chemistry at the level that it's used to, it will stimulate the person to create drama. So you have to understand this is a self-imposed chemical addiction to one's own emotions. And if that means that they are sabotaging things to solve this chemical imbalance in the body, they will do that. If it means that they have to create disharmony or create havoc, etc., it will happen over and over and over again. So these people don't need enablers that continuously support them through their high drama. They need to actually be treated and put into withdrawal and consult about how to be able to separate their sensations from a thought so they do not continuously create this chemistry. So you have to understand this is a serious problem because what I have observed about us as African Americans is that we have difficulty staying focused and participatory in an event because we allow our emotions and now we've created these emotions because we have judged someone else's speech or someone else's behavior to allow us to abandon the goal or the project over and over and over again. So I used to find it very interesting because Caucasians would make it very clear to each other, I really do not like you. However, if they are very clear that they need that person's skill or talent, that is inconsequential, and I will meet you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock so we can get busy on this project. And at 5 o'clock, don't speak to me again. So I've heard us rationalize that, oh, that's hypocritical and just a whole bunch of other stuff, and how can they do that, and they shouldn't speak, and look at what they did, a whole bunch of chemical poisons and toxins that you have created in your mind because when the mind understands that we need certain skills and talents to be able to get a project done, we're not interested in how they look, what they say, what they may be doing, etc. We're interested, can they execute this particular activity 
to the extent that I'm going to get one step closer to the goal. And if the mind understands that, a healthy mind will ignore the rest of the activities and stay focused on the goal. This is critical. I mean, I have seen us talk about we're not speaking and whatever else, etc., and nothing gets done. Nothing. Over and over and over again. Because we are emotional addicts. We are not in control at all of our bodies. It is our emotions that are driving us. And so, therefore, we have abandoned the project. Years go by. The same foolishness and nonsense. And we wonder why, what happened. And somebody else didn't do whatever they're supposed to do. No. It was you who would not control your mind and stay focused. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Ever told on a brother? Nope. Ever squeezed the trigger? Yep. Ever set a brother up? Nope. Ever helped a brother out when he was down on the job? Yep. You a sap? Nope. You a boss player? You a Mac? Yep. Let me hold a couple dollars. Nope. Y'all still be popping y'all collars? Yep. Knock reels on the straight? Nope. Paint wetter than the lake? Yep. Kudu in my blood? Nope. Number third? Yep. You a loser? Nope. Winner?
there are di- there are different densities that operate, right? And so you would say that we would be in the third and the and somewhat the fourth density, okay? Um, and so this information is what they call a social memory complex, right? And if you know anything about the channeling and things like that, social memory complex um, deals with the mind, the body, the spirit. Um, it deals with a, a complex group of entities um, that essentially give out information, right? And so um, I thought that this would be perfect to go into tonight um, so that you all you know, can get an idea of what the law of one is and if you choose to um, you know, go further into this information, you know, this would be a good opportunity um, for you to, to have an introduction to it, if nothing else, right? And um, I want to preface this by saying that uh, we don't own the material, just like we don't own any of the music or anything like that. All of this stuff on this station um, is for educational purposes only, okay? So we're here to uplift all humanity, to educate, um, and to to bring people more in balance with who they are, right? And that's that's what my goal is with this information on this show, as well as on Sundays um, when we do our law show, okay? Um, but this information... Um, is is this channel that it was this information is about 2.6 billion years old okay um, and these people are what they call messengers right and so just to give you an idea right because there are different dimensions and, and within those different dimensions um, are are different complexes right and Depending upon your frequency, you'll either vibrate with this information and, and it will resonate with you right away, um, or it may take a minute for it to, you know, for you to really get it. So, first density, and we'll go through the densities, right? But every density, let's say first density, um, these densities look a lot like the chakra system, right? First density being red, the second being brown, the third being green, or like a Kind of like a, 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 a um, it's more like a marine green. Fourth is a darker green. Fifth density is is uh, a lighter blue. The sixth density is a darker blue. The seventh density being purple, right? And and these essentially line up with your chakra systems that's in your body, right? And so as we go through this tonight, um, I want you to, you know, if you need to take notes, take notes, but understand that we are dealing in density and. When you're dealing with entities, you're dealing with entities that go from the physical to the non-physical. And we're talking about states of awareness, states of being, right? So the first density is the density of awareness in which the planet moves out of timeless states into physical manifestation, right? So its elements are earth, air, water, fire, right? And so on earth, um, after matter had essentially... Uh, coalesced or when we deal with space time right um we we have to deal with the the unfolding or or what they call the unrolling um of livingness essentially right so first density took about two billion years okay and then you move into second density second density is the density of growth in which what we call biological life that's where it emerges and then it evolves and then it deals with greater and greater complexities. 
So second density on Earth took about 4.6 billion years. Okay. Third density is the density of self-awareness and the first density of consciousness of the spirit. So it is the access upon which the creation turns because in its entities um, that are within, we can look at Earth as the third density, but the entities that are here within this particular density choose the way um, either that we are of service to others or of service to our own self in which we essentially uh, will further our evolution toward the creator, right? whether you call that God, Allah, Buddha, Muhammad. Krishna, whatever your idea of the creator is, right? And I, and I think that it's proper to call it the creator because so many people have so many um, names for the creator, right? And the truth is, is that there is, you know, we are creators amongst the creator, but there is one um, exalted creator of the universe, right? And so third density deals with our ability to move toward our evolution of becoming one again with the creator. And that's like the law of one, essentially. Okay. So third density is a much shorter density taking only 75,000 years. And you can also see that it's a shorter density in the lifespan of, of entities that come on this planet. Right. And so fourth density is the density of love, the density of understanding. Those who have successfully chosen a path come together with others um, of like mind Okay, and this is what Ra refers to, and what we'll hear tonight is what is known as the social memory complex, right? And, and in order to pursue that path, either loving yourself or loving others, you have to be in the fourth density. This is also known as your spiritual realm. So fourth density lasts approximately thirty million years. They say that fourth density lifespans are approximately ninety thousand years. Thing, right? And then you go into the fifth density. Fifth density is the density of light or the density of wisdom, right? And lessons are often learned individually rather than a social memory complex. So fifth density, um, entities, they're, they're really beautiful entities, right, by, by our standards because they can consciously shape their physical forms. This is where you get the term shapeshifters from, right? And so, and if you, I mean, this, this information, it's so interesting to me because when we talk about the information of shapeshifters and things like that, um, you know, there are people around you who are shapeshifters, and you wouldn't even know it, right? Most people don't even know what a shapeshifter is, right? If your consciousness is, is not fully aware and awakened, right, you, you probably wouldn't understand what a shapeshifter is, okay? So just understanding that the the fifth density it, it deals with that, and you know, just for um, just for shits and giggles here, right? I'll I'll I'll, show, I'll put something up here. Let me just a minute, you Okay. Now, if you and I and I, you know, y'all know me. I like to I like to deal directly with what things are from what we know, but shape shifting. Right. In mythology or folklore, is the ability to physically transform oneself with an inherently superhuman ability, or what we call divine intervention. Some people call it demonic manipulation. Some people call it sorcery or spell work, um, or having inherited the ability to do these things. So the idea of shapeshifting is the oldest form of what we call totemism or shamanism, as well as the 
um, existent literature or epic poems such as the Epic of Gilgamesh okay, in the Lilac. The Lilac is uh, an ancient Greek epic poem, and it deals with this, right? But the concept remains a common literary device, right? It deals with shit from fantasy to children's books to shit in popular culture, okay? So um, that would be what you would consider your fifth density. Your sixth density is the density of unity in which love and wisdom are blended together. The two paths essentially reunite as those on the service to self, um, realizing that they essentially cannot successfully master a lesson of unity without opening uh, you know, their hearts to other people. Right? So basically, it's a switch of polarity. Right, to a positive polarity. All right. Now, what we're going to hear tonight is from Ra. Ra operates in what's known as the sixth density. So, their sixth density cycle is essentially 75 million years. Okay. Let me move on to the seventh density. Okay. And the seventh density is a gateway density in which uh, we, we once again become one with y'all. Okay. It is a density of completion and returning towards time and timelessness or foreverness. And then you go into the eighth density, right, which is also the beginning of the first density of the next creation. It is both the omega and the alpha. It's the end and the beginning, right? So the spiritual mass of the infinite universe become one central sun or the creator once again. So, um, right, when we talk about the universe, right, a, a, you know, a universe, uh, and the universe is, is pretty vast, right, but we're talking about a new infinity or what they call a new logos. Okay. And, and essentially, anytime you deal with eighth density, you are essentially dealing with what the creator has experienced itself. Okay. So, um, we're going to get into this tonight, right? And, you know, just, you know, we, <laughs> we have so much to cover with this information. So, I'm going to play these audios, and tonight I'll play two of them. We can get into it, right? And this is the law of one, and it's, it's interesting, right? And so I want you to, like I said, take this information with a grain of salt, try to understand it uh, or, or overstand it the best that you can, um, and, and just understand that this is not about religion. This is not um, so much about uh, creating a dogma. This is more about creating um, a state of being where you are receiving information for your consciousness, all right? So we're going to get into it tonight. We're going to dive right in it. This is the law of one. Here we go. Ra. I am Ra. I have not spoken to this instrument before. We had to wait until she was precisely tuned as we send a narrow band vibration. We greet you in the love and the light of our infinite creator. We have watched your group. We have been called to your group for you have a need for the diversity of experiences in channeling, which go with more intensive, or as you might call it, advanced approach to the system of studying the pattern of the illusions of your body, your mind, and your spirit, which you call seeking the truth. We hope to offer you somewhat different slant upon the information, which is always and ever the same. At this time, we would be glad to attempt to speak any subject or question which these entities in the room may have potential use in the requesting. Questioner, 
Do you have a specific purpose? And if so, could you tell us something of what your purpose is? Ra, I am Ra. We communicate now. We are those who have the law of one. In our vibration, the polarities are harmonized. The complexities are simplified. The paradox is absolution. We are one. That is our nature and our purpose. We are old upon your planet and have served with varying degrees of success in transmitting the law of one, of unity, of singleness to your people. We have walked your planet. We have seen the faces of your people. However, we now feel the great responsibility of staying in the capacity of removing the distortions and powers that have been given to the law of one. We will continue in this until, shall we say, your cycle is appropriately ended. If not this one, then the next. We are not a part of time and thus are able to be with you in any of your times. Does this give you enough information from which to extract our purpose, my brother? Questioner. Yes, thank you. Ra. I am Ra. We appreciate your vibrations. Is there another query? Questioner. I have heard the name Ra in connection with the Egyptians. Are you connected with that Ra in any way? Ra. I am Ra. Yes, the connection is congruency. May we elucidate. What do you not understand? Questioner. Could you give me a little more detail about your role with the Egyptians? Ra. I am Ra. The identity of the vibration Ra is our identity. We, as a group, or what you would call a social memory complex, made contact with the race on your planetary kind, which you call Egyptians. Others from our density made contact at the same time in South America, and the so-called lost cities were their attempt to contribute to the law of one. We spoke to one who heard and understood and was in a position to decree the law of one. However, the priests and people of that era quickly distorted our message, robbing it of the, shall we say, compassion with which unity is informed by its very nature. Since it contains all, it cannot abhor any. When we are no longer able to have appropriate channels through which to enunciate the law of one, we removed ourselves from the now hypocritical position which we had allowed ourselves to be placed in. Other myths, shall we say, having more to do with polarity and the things of your vibrations that are complex, again, took over in that particular society complex. Does this form a sufficient amount of information, or could we speak further? Is there another query? Questioner. The question was lost because the questioner was sitting too far from the tape recorder to be recorded. Ra. I am Ra. Consider, if you will, that the universe is infinite. This is yet to be proven or disproven. But we can assure you that there is no end to yourselves, your understanding, what you would call your journey of seeking, or your perceptions of the creation. That which is infinite cannot be many, for manyness is a finite concept. To have infinity, you must identify or define the infinity as unity. Otherwise, the term does not have any referent or meaning. In an infinite creator, there is only unity. You have seen simple examples of unity. You have seen the prism, which shows all colors stemming from the sunlight. This is a simplistic example of unity. In truth, there is no right or wrong. There is no polarity for all will be, as you would say, reconciled at some point in your dance through the mind-body-spirit complex, which you amuse yourself by distorting in various ways at this time. 
This distortion is not in any case necessary. It is chosen by each of you as an alternative to understand the complete unity of thought which binds all things. You are not speaking of similar or somewhat like entities or things. You are everything, every being, every emotion, every event, every situation. You are unity. You are infinity. You are love, light, light, love. You are, this is the law of one. May we enunciate in more detail? Questioner, no. Ra, I am Ra, is another query at this time. Questioner, can you comment on the coming planetary changes in our physical reality? Ra, I am Ra. I prefer to wait till this instrument had again reached a proper state of depth of singleness or one-pointedness before we spoke. The changes are very, very trivial. We do not concern ourselves with the condition which bring about harvest. Questioner. If an individual makes effort to act as a catalyst in general to increase the awareness of planetary consciousness, is he of any aid in that direction, or is he doing nothing but acting upon himself? Raw. I am raw. We shall answer your question in two parts, both of which are important equally. First, you must understand that the distinction between yourself and others is not visible to us. We do not consider that a separation exists between the consciousness raising efforts of the distortion which you project as a personality and the distortion that you project as another personality. Thus, to learn is the same as to teach unless you are not teaching what you are learning, in which case you have done you, them, little good. This understanding should be pondered by your mind-body-spirit complex, as it is a distortion which plays a part in your experiences at this nexus. To turn to the second part of a response, may we state our understanding, limited though it is. Group individuated consciousness is the state of sharing understanding with the other distortions of mind-body-spirit complexes, which are within the evident reach of the mind-body-spirit complex individual or group, Thus, we are speaking to you and accepting both our distortions and your own in order to enunciate the laws of creation, more especially the law of one. We are not available to many of your people, for this is not an easily understood way of communicating or type of philosophy. However, our very being is hopefully a poignant example of both the necessity and the near hopelessness of attempting to teach. Each of those in this group is striving to use, digest, and diversify the information which we are sending this instrument into the channel of the mind-body-spirit complex without distortion. The few whom you will illuminate by sharing your life are for far more than enough reason for the greatest possible effort. To serve one is to serve all. Therefore, we offer the question back to you to state that indeed it is only activity worth doing, to learn, teach, or teach-learn. There is nothing else which is an aid in demonstrating the original thought except your very being and the distortions that come from the unexplained, inarticulate, or mystery-clad being of many. Thus, to attempt to discern and weave your way through as many group mind, body, spirit distortions as possible among your people in the course of your teaching is a very good effort to make. We can speak no more valiantly of your desire to serve. May we speak in any other capacity upon this subject. Questioner, will you be available for communication? Can we call on you in the future? Raw, 
I am raw. We have good contact with this instrument because of her recent experiences with trans. She is able to communicate our thoughts in your future. However, we advise care in disturbing the channel for a few moments and when the proper procedure for aiding an instrument who has, to some extent, the need of re-entering the mind-body-spirit complex, which the instrument has chosen for the life experience of this time-space. Do you understand how to nurture this instrument? Questioner. No. Could you explain it? Ra. We suggest first a brief period of silence, then the repetition of the instrument's vibratory complex of sound in your density, which you call name. Repeat until an answer is obtained. Then the laying of the hands at the neck region for a brief period, so the instrument may recharge batteries which are not, shall we say, full of the essence of this particular field at this time. And finally, a gift of water into which the love of all present has been given. This will restore this entity, for her distortions contain great sensitivity towards the vibrations of love and the charged water will affect comfort. Do you now understand? Questioner, not completely. Raw. I am raw. We search your mind to find the vibration, nickname. It is this vibration from which contains the largest amount of what you would call love. Others would call us entity, first name. The charging of the water is done by those present, placing their hands over the glass and visualizing the power of love entering the water. This will charge the very effective medium with those vibrations. This instrument is, at this time, quite fatigued. However, her heart is such that she continues to remain open to us and useful as a channel. This is why we have spent the time space explaining how the distortions of what you call fatigue may be ameliorated. Under no circumstance should this instrument be touched until she has responded to her name. I do not wish to take this instrument beyond her capacity for physical energy. It grows low. Therefore, I must leave this instrument. I leave you in the glory and peace of unity. Go forth in peace, rejoicing in the power of the one creator. I am raw. Session 2, January 20th, 1981. Raw. I am raw. I greet you in the love and light of our infinite creator. I am with this mind-body-spirit complex, which has offered itself for a channel. I communicate with you. Queries are in order in your projections of mind distortions of this time-space. Lastly, would I assure this group that my own social memory complex has one particular method of communicating with those few who may be able to harmonize their distortion with ours, and that is to respond to queries for information. We are now comfortable with this format. May the queries now begin. Questioner, I am guessing that there are enough people who would understand what you are saying, who would be interested enough in it, for us to make a book of your communications, and I wondered if you would agree to this. If so, I was thinking that possibly a bit of historical background of yourselves might be in order. Raw. I am raw. The possibility of communication, as you would call it, from the one to the one. Through distortion, acceptable for meaning is the reason we contacted this group. There are few who will grasp, without significant distortion, that which we communicate through this connection with this mind-body-spirit complex. However, if it be your desire to share our communication with others, we have the distortion towards the perception that this would be most helpful in regularizing and crystallizing your own patterns of vibrations upon the levels of experience which you call life. If one is illumined, 
are not all illumined. Therefore, we are oriented towards speaking for you in whatever supply of speakingness you may desire. To teach, learn, is the law of one in one of its most elementary distortions. Question. Could you tell us something of your historical background and your contact with earlier races on this planet? And we would have something to start with. I am Ra. We are aware that your mind-body is calculating the proper method of performing the task of creating a teach-learning instrument. We are aware that you find our incarnate, as you call it, state of interest. We waited for a second query so as to emphasize that the time space of several thousand of your years creates a spurious type of interest. Thus, in giving this information, we ask the proper lack of stress be placed upon our experiences in your local space-time. To teach, learning, which is our responsibility, is philosophical rather than historical. We shall proceed with your request, which is harmless if properly evaluated. We are those of the Confederation who 11,000 of your years ago came to two of your planetary cultures, which were at that time closely in touch with the creation of the one creator. It was our naive belief that we could teach, learn by direct contact, and that the free will distortions of individual feelings or personality were in no danger. We had no thought of their being disturbed, as these cultures were already closely aligned with an all-embracing belief in the liveness or consciousness of all. We came and were welcomed by the people whom we wished to serve. We attempted to aid them in technical ways having to do with the healing of mind, body, spirit, complex distortions through the use of crystal, appropriate to the distortion, placed within a certain appropriate series of ratios of time, space, material. Thus were the pyramids created. We found that the technology was reserved largely for those with the effectual mind-body distortions of power. This was not intended by the law of one. We left your people. The group that was to work with those in the area of South America, as you call that portion of your sphere, gave up not so easily. They returned. We did not. However, we have never left your vibration due to our responsibility for the changes in consciousness we had first caused and then found distorted in ways not relegated to the law of one. We attempted to contact the rulers of the land to which we had come, that land which you call Egypt or in some cases the Holy Land. In the 18th dynasty, as it is known in your records of space-time distortions, we were able to contact a pharaoh, as you would call him. The man was small in life experience on your plane and was a, what this instrument would call, wander. Thus, this mind-body-spirit complex received our communication distortions and was able to blend his distortions with our own. This young entity had been given a vibratory complex of sound which vibrated in honor of a prosperous God. As this mind-body complex, which we call instrument for convenience, would call Amon. The entity decided that this name, being in honor of one among many gods, was not acceptable for inclusion in his vibratory sound complex. Thus, he changed his name to one which honored the sun disk. This distortion, called Atan, was a close distortion to our reality as we understood our own nature of mind-body-spirit complex distortion. However, it does not come totally into alignment with the intended teach-learning which was sent. This entity... Ignaton became convinced that the vibration of one was the true spiritual vibration and thus decreed the law of one. However, this entity's beliefs were accepted by very few, 
his priests gave lip service only, without the spiritual distortion towards seeking. The people continued in their beliefs. When this entity was no longer in its density, again the polarized beliefs in the many gods came into their own and continued so until the one known as Muhammad delivered the people into a more intelligible distortion of mind-body-spirit relationship. Do you have a more detailed interest at this time? Question. We are very interested in the entire story that you have to tell and getting into the law of one in quite some detail. There will be several questions that I'll ask as we go along that may or may not be related directly to understanding the law of one. However, I believe that the proper way of presenting this as a teach-learning vehicle is to investigate different facets of what you tell us. You spoke of crystal healing. One other thing I want to mention is that when the instrument becomes fatigued, we want to cut off communication and continue questions at a later time when the instrument is recharged. If the instrument is suitable at this time, we would like a little information about the crystal heel that you mentioned. Ra. I am Ra. The principle of crystal healing is based upon an understanding of the hierarchical nature of the structure of the illusion, which is the physical body, as you would call it. There are crystals which work upon the energies coming into the spiritual body. There are crystals which work upon the distortions from spirit to mind. There are crystals which balance the distortions between the mind and the body. All of these crystal healings are charged through purifying channels. Without the relative crystallization of the healer working with the crystal, the crystal will not be properly charged. The other ingredient is the proper alignment with the energy fields of the planet upon which you dwell and the holistic or cosmic distortions or streamings which enter the planetary aura in such a manner that an appropriate ratio of shapes and placement within these shapes is an indicated aid in the untangling or balancing process. To go through the various crystals to be used would be exhaustive to this instrument, although you may ask us if you wish in another session. The delicacy, shall we say, of choosing of the crystal is very critical. In truth, the crystalline structure, such as a diamond or ruby, can be used by a purified channel who is filled with the love light of one in almost any application. This, of course, takes initiation, and there never have been many to preserve to the extent of progressing through the various distortions, leavings, which initiation causes. May we further inform you in any fairly brief way upon this or any other subject? Question. Yes, you mentioned the pyramids were an outgrowth of this. Could you expand a little on that? Were you responsible for the building of the pyramid? And what was the purpose of the pyramid? Ra. I am Ra. The larger pyramids were built by our ability using the forces of one. The stones are alive. It has not been so understood by the mind, body, spirit distortions of your culture. The purpose of the pyramids were two. Firstly, to have a properly oriented place of initiation for those who wish to become purified or initiated channels for the law of one. Two, we wish then to carefully guide the initiates in developing a healing of the people whom they sought to aid in the planet itself. Pyramid after pyramid charged by the crystal and initiate were designed to balance the incoming energy of the one creation with many and multiple distortions of the planetary mind, body, spirit. In this effort, we were able to continue work that brothers within the Confederation had effected through building of other crystal-bearing structures and thus complete a ring, if you will, of these about the Earth as this instrument would have thus vibrated surface. This instrument begins to lose energy. 
we ask for one more query or subject, and then we shall take our leave for this time and space. Question. You might mention that originally there was a capstone on the pyramid at the top. What was it made of and how you moved the heavy block to build a pyramid? What technique was used for that? Ra. I am Ra. I request that we be asked this question at our next work time, as you would term the distortion sharing that our energy produce. If you have a question about the proper use of this mind, body, spirit, we would appreciate your asking them now. Question. Consider then asked. I don't have anything to go on. What is the proper use of this instrument? What should we do? What should we do to maximize her ability and her comfort? I am Ra. We are pleased that you have asked this question, for it is not our understanding that we have the right or duty to share our perceptions on any subject in philosophy without direct question. However, this mind, body, spirit is not being correctly used, and therefore is experiencing unnecessary distortions of body in the area of fatigue. The vibration may well be purified by a simple turning to the circle of one and the verbal vibration while doing so at the following dialogue. Question. What is the law? Answer, the law of one. Question, why are we here? Answer, we seek the law of one. Question, why do we seek Ra? Answer, Ra is a humble messenger of the law of one. Both together, rejoice then and purify this place in the law of one. Let no thought form enter the circle. We have walked about this instrument for the law of one. The instrument this time should be in a trance. The proper alignment is the head pointed 20 degrees north by northeast. This is the direction from which the newer or new age distortions of love light, which are less distorted, are emanating, and this instrument will find comfort therein. This is a sensitive instrument by which we mean the distortions which enter her mind, the body-spirit complex, come from any of her senses. Thus it is well to do the following. Place at the entity's head a virgin chalice of water. In the center, the book most closely aligned with the instrument's mental distortions, which are aligned most closely with the law of one, that being the Bible that she touches most frequently. To the other side of the Bible, a small amount of sense or incense in a virgin center. To the rear of the book, symbolizing one, open to the Gospel of John, chapter 1, a white candle. The instrument would be strengthened by the wearing of a white robe. The instrument shall be covered in prone, the eyes covered. We feel that, though this is a complex of active circumstance, it may seem very distorted from a purposeful teach-learning experience. These elaborations on the technique of trance will ease the mind distortions of those about the instrument as they perceive improvement in the instrument's distortions with regard to fatigue. We add only that if these teach-learning sessions are held during time-space during which your son body does not light your room, that it is best to call the instrument for the lighting of the illuminatory mechanism. I am Ra. I leave you in the glory and the peace of the one creator. Rejoice in the love light and go forth in the power of the one creator. Enjoy, we leave you. Adonai. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. All right, all right, all right. We back. So, <laughs> interesting information there. Very interesting channel, man. Um, I think that this type of information, if you have the, um, the ears to hear it, right, 
and the consciousness to understand where they're coming from, um, you know, you, you may resonate with this information, right? And so, you know, Ra um, was an Egyptian deity, right? And if you listen to the first part of this audio, one of the things that they said was that they came to the people 11,000 years ago and they went to the Pharaoh, right? And, um, you know, that information was channeled to them about the universe and things like that, right? But Ra is identified primarily with uh, with the sun, right? Ra was believed to rule in all parts of the created world, the sky, the earth, and the underworld. Right? He was he was the god of the sun, uh, order, kings, and the sky, right? So Ra was portrayed as a falcon, and he shared characteristics with the sky god Horus, right? And so um, at times, these two deities were merged as as what they call Ra or Kathy. Or Ra Horkasi. Right? So Ra, and, and that meant Ra, who is Horus of the two horizons, right? And then when they got to the New Kingdom, uh, when the god Amun rose to prominence, he was fused with Ra as Amun Ra, right? So um, all forms of life essentially were believed to have been created by the sun. Which is what they called Ra. So these beings, the channeling, these the sixth density beings, these beings are believed to be beings of the sun. Okay. Now, in some accounts, humans were created from Ra's tears of sweat. Hence, the Egyptians called themselves the cattle of Ra. Right. And so, um, you know, you have to take some of this with a grain of salt, right? Because, you know, we know the sun is the creator, is the giver of life. It controls. The crops, the ripening of the crops and control pretty much all life on this planet, right? So because of the life-giving qualities of the sun, the Egyptians worshipped the sun as God. Okay? Creator of the universe and the giver of life, the sun or Ra represented life, it represented warmth, it represented growth, all of these different things, right? And so um, they even considered Ra as the king of the gods. Okay? So when we get into the next part of this, um, and there's quite a bit of these parts, so they will only play two parts. But um, this information, it, it, it is powerful information. Hopefully, you can get something from it. And, you know, don't take it off of face value. Take what resonates with you, you know what I mean? And what, whatever does resonate with you, I recommend that you take it and you research it further. Okay? So with that being said, we will take a really quick break. And we'll come back um, and we'll hop into the next part of this. All right. All right. You're right here on Metaphysics Thursday, right here on the New Evolution Radio Network. This is a new evolution. All right. Especially with information like this. All right. And we'll be right back. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere.
to the beat, y'all. If you don't stop, a freak freak. Oh, boy, Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L on Evolution Radio. So, um, 
That's why there was so much starting and stopping and problems with the internet and all just all types of crap. So, um, as promised, right, the ideals will be more clear going forward. So, with that being said, we are talking about the Law of One tonight, all right, and this is going to be um, the Law of One, session three through six, all right. Um, so, this is the next part of it, all right, and, um, you know, depending upon the interest that I have from people, uh, we may continue this next week, all right. So, let's get into it, add an I, as they say, or add an I, right. It's funny, too, because this information, I actually wear the eye of Ra um, on my neck, right? So this information is it's really on point, but we're going to dive into it. This is the next session. All right, so here we go. Peace to the gods. Session three. I am Ra. I greet you in love and light of the one infinite creator. I communicate with you now. Questioner. My first question is, did we correctly perform the ritual for starting the communication? I am wrong. The placement of the artifacts designated to balance the instrument should be placed at the instrument's head for the least distortion of effect. The remainder of the beginning account of purpose is quite acceptable for those speaking desires to serve. Otherwise, the attendant emphasis and mind complexities would not have been affected properly. We caution you to guard against those who are not wishing to serve others above all else from taking part in the beginning or in the lending their distortions of mind, body, spirit, complex to any sessions as we should then be unable to properly blend our distortion with those of this instrument. Question. Should I move the Bible, candle, and incense at this time? I am wrong. This would be appropriate. Question. After moving the items, is this the proper position? I am raw. Please correct the angle of incense so that it is perpendicular to the plane of 20 degrees north by northeast. Question. Is this satisfactory? I am raw. Please check by eye to make fine corrections. We will explain the process by which this becomes a significant distortion balancer. The incense acts as energizer to the physical body of this instrument, signifying its humanity. It is therefore a necessity that the wafted smoke is perceived from the same relative angle as the instrument perceives the open Bible balanced by the lighted candle signifying love light and light love, and therefore giving the mental and emotional, shall we call it, distortion complex of this instrument, the sight of paradise and peace which it seeks. Thus energized from the lower to the higher, the instrument becomes balanced does not grow fatigued. We appreciate your concern, for this will enable our teach learning to proceed more easily. Question. Does everything appear correctly aligned now? I am wrong. I judge it within limits of acceptability. Question. At the last session, we had two questions that we were saving for this session. One having to do with the possible capstone on top of the Great Pyramid of Giza. The other having to do with how you move the heavy blocks and make up the pyramid. I know these questions are of no importance with respect to Law of One, but it was my judgment, and please correct me if I am wrong, and make the necessary suggestions that this would provide an easy entry for those who would read the material that would eventually become a book. We are very grateful for your contact and will certainly take any suggestions as to how we should receive this information. I am wrong. I will not suggest the proper series of questions. 
of prerogative as free agent of the law of one, having learned, understood, that our social memory complex cannot effectually discern the distortions of the societal mind-body-spirit complex of your people. We wish now to fulfill our teach, learning, honor responsibility by answering what is asked. This only will suffice, for we cannot plumb the depths of the distortion complexes which infect your people. The first question, therefore, is the capstone. We iterate the unimportance of this type of data. The so-called Great Pyramid had two capstones. One was of our design and was of smaller and carefully contrived pieces of material upon your planet, which you called granite. This was contrived for crystalline properties and for the proper flow of your atmosphere via a type of what you would call a chimney. At a time when we as a people had left your density, the original was taken away and a more precious one substituted. It consisted in part of a golden material. This did not change the properties of the pyramid, as you call it, at all. And it was a distortion due to the desire of a few to mandate the use of the structure as a royal place only. Do you wish to query further upon this first question? Question. What did you mean by chimney? What was its specific purpose? I am wrong. There is a proper flow of your atmosphere which, though small, freshens the whole of the structure. This was designed by having airflow ducts, as this instrument might call them, situated, so there was a freshness of atmosphere without any disturbance or draft. Question. How were the blocks moved? I am wrong. You must picture the activity within all that is created. The energy is though finite, quite large compared to the understanding distortion by your people. This is an obvious point well known to your people, but little considered. This energy is intelligent. It is hierarchical. Much as your mind, body, spirit complex dwells within a hierarchy of vehicles and retains, therefore, the shell or shape or field, and the intelligence of each ascending intelligent or balanced body. So does each atom of such a material as rock. When one can speak to that intelligence, the finite energy of the physical or chemical rock body is put into contact with that infinite power which is resident in the more well-tuned bodies, be they human or rock. With this connection made, a request may be given. The intelligence of infinite rockness communicates to its physical vehicle, and that splitting and moving which is desired is then carried to the displacement of the energy field of rockness from infinity to a dimension, which we may call, conveniently call, simply infinity. In this way, that which is required is accomplished due to a cooperation of the infinite understanding of the Creator indwelling in the living rock. This is, of course, the mechanism by which many things are accomplished, which are not subject to your present means of physical analysis of action at a distance. Question. I am reminded of a statement, approximately, that if you had faith to move a mountain, the mountain would move. This seems to be approximately what you are saying, that if you are fully aware of the law of one, you would be able to do these things. Is that correct? I'm wrong. The vibratory distortion of sound, saved, is perhaps one of the stumbling blocks between those what we call the infinite past and those of the finite, proving understanding. You are precisely correct in your understanding of the congruency of faith and intelligent infinity. However, one is a spiritual term, 
The other, more acceptable, perhaps, are the conceptual framework distortions of those who seek with measure and pen. Question. Then if an individual is totally informed with respect to the law of one and lives the law of one, and such thing as the building of the pyramids by direct mental effect would be commonplace, is that what I am to understand? I am wrong. You are incorrect in that there is a distinction between the individual power through the law of one and the combined or societal memory complex, mind, body, spirit, understanding of the law of one. In the first case, only the one individual, purified of all flaws, can move a mountain. In the case of mass understanding of unity, each individual may contain an acceptable amount of distortion, and yet the mass mind could move mountains. The progress is normally from the understanding, which you now seek to a dimension of understanding, which is governed by the laws of love, and which seek the laws of light. Those who are vibrating with the law of light seek the law of one. Those who vibrate with the law of one seek the law of foreverness. We cannot say what is beyond this dissolution of the unified self with all that there is. For we still seek to become all that there is, and still are we raw. Thus our paths go onward. Pyramid then built by the mutual action of many. I am raw. The pyramids which we thought built were constructed thought forms, created by our social memory complex. Question. Then the rock was created in place rather than moved from someplace else. Is that correct? I am raw. We built with everlasting rock the Great Pyramid, as you call it. Other of the pyramids were built with stone, moved from one place to another. Question. What is everlasting rock? I am raw. If you can understand the concepts of thought forms, you will realize that the thought form is more regular in its distortion than the energy fields created by the materials in the rock, which has been created through thought form from thought to finite energy and beingness in your, shall we say, distorted reflection of the level of the thought form. May we answer you in any more helpful way? Question. This is rather trivial, but I was wondering why the pyramid was built with many blocks rather than creating the whole thing as one form created at once. Emerald, there is a law which we believe to be one of the more significant primal distortions of the law of one. That is the law of confusion. You have called this the law of free will. We wish to make a healing machine or time-space racial complex, which was as efficacious as possible. However, we did not desire to allow the mystery to be penetrated by the peoples in such a way that we became worshipped as building a miraculous pyramid. Thus, it appears to be made and not thought. Question. Well, then you speak of the pyramid, a pyramid, I assume as primarily a healing machine. And also you spoke of it as a device for initiation. Are these one and the same concept? I am raw. They are part of one complex of love, light, intent, sharing. To use the healing properly, it was important to have a purified and dedicated channel or energizer for the love light of the infinite creator to flow through. Thus, the initiatory method was necessary to prepare the mind to 
body and the spirit for service in the Creator's work. The two are interesting. Question. Does the shape of the pyramid have a function in the initiation process? I am wrong. This is a large question. We feel that we shall begin and ask you to reevaluate and ask further at a later session. This somewhat, shall we say, informative point. To begin, there are two main functions of the pyramid in relation to the initiatory procedure. One has to do with the body. When the body can be initiated, the mind must be initiated. This is the point at which most adepts at your present cycle find their mind, body, spirit complexes distorted from. When the character and personality that is the true identity of the mind has been discovered, the body then must be known each and every way. Thus, the various functions of the body need understanding and control with detachments. First use of the pyramid then is going down into the pyramid for purpose of deprivation of sensory input so that the body may, in a sense, be dead and another life again. We advise the rapid either quit this question the only question is is there anything that we have done wrong or that we could do to make the instrument more comfortable I am wrong we scan this instrument this instrument has been much aided by these precautions which suggest only some attention to the neck which seems to body distortion to be distorted in the area of strength we or support there or the neck area may be an aid Question, should we have the instrument drink the water from the chalice by the chest, or should we have her drink another glass after we charge it with love? That and only that chalice shall be the most beneficial as the virgin material living in the chalice steps, retains and responds to love vibration activated by your beingness. I am wrong. I will now leave the Session 4, January 22nd, I am wrong. I greet you in the love and light of the infinite creation. I communicate with you now. Question.
this then was the second point of designing this specific shape. May we provide a further description of any kind of your query? Question, yes. As I understand it then, the initiate was to be on the center line of that pyramid, but at an altitude above the base as defined by the intersection of the four triangles made by dividing each side. Is that correct? I am wrong. This is correct. Question. Then at this point, there is a focusing of energy that is extra-dimensional in regard to our dimension. Am I right? I am wrong. You may use that vibratory sound complex. However, it is not totally and specifically correct. There are no extra dimensions. We would prefer the use of the term multidimensional. Question. Is the size of the pyramid a function of the effectiveness of the initiation? I am wrong. Each size pyramid has its own point of streaming in of intelligent infinity. Thus, the tiny pyramid that can be placed below a body or above the body will have specific and various effects depending upon the placement of the body in relationship to the entrance point of intelligent infinity. Purpose of initiation, the size needed to be large enough to create the impression of towering size so that the entrance point of multidimensional intelligent infinity would completely pervade and fill the channel, the entire body being able to rest in this focused area. Furthermore, it was necessary for healing purposes that both channel and the one to be healed be able to rest within that focus point. Question, is the large pyramid of Giza still usable for this purpose or is it no longer functional? I'm wrong. That, like many of the other pyramid structures, is like the piano out of tune. It, as this instrument would express it, plays the tune, but oh so poorly. The disharmony jangles the sensitivity. Only the ghost of the streaming still remains due to the shifting of the streaming points, which is in turn due to the shifting electromagnetic field of your planet, due also to the discordant vibratory complex of those who have used the initiatory and healing place for less compassionate purposes. Question. Would it be possible to build a pyramid and properly align it and use it today from the materials that we have available? I am wrong. It is quite possible for you to build a pyramid structure. The material used is not critical, merely the ratios of time-space complexes. However, the use of the structure for initiation and healing depends completely upon the inner disciplines of the channels attempting such work. Question. My question then would be, are there individuals incarnate upon the planet today who would have the inner discipline to, using your instructions, construct an initiate in a pyramid they built? Is this within the limits of what anyone on the planet today could do? Or is there no one available for this? I am wrong. There are people, as you call them, who are able to take this calling at this nexus. However, we wish to point out once again that the time of the pyramid, as you would call it, is past. It is indeed a timeless structure. However, the streaming from the universe were, at that time, we attempted to aid the planet, those which required a certain understanding of purity. This understanding was, as the streaming revolved, and all things evolved, chained to a more enlightened view of purity. Thus, there are those among your people at this time whose purity is already one with intelligent infinity. Without the use of structures, either patient can gain heat. May we further speak to some specific point? Question. 
Is it possible for you to instruct in those healing techniques if you can make available an individual who had the native ability? I am wrong. It is possible. We must add that many systems of teach learning, the healing patient nexus are proper, given the various mind, body, spirit complexes. We ask your imagination to consider the relative simplicity of the mind in the earlier cycle and the less distorted but often overly complex views and thought spirit process of the same mind-body-spirit complexes after many incarnations. We also ask your imagination to conceive of those who have chosen the distortions of service and have removed their mind-body-spirit complex from one dimension to another, thus bringing with them in totally latent form many skills which more closely Question. I would very much like to continue investigation and I'm a little lost at where to begin. Can you tell me where my first step would be? I am wrong. I cannot tell you what to ask. I may suggest that you consider that somewhat complex information just given and thus discover several avenues of inquiry. There is one health, as you call it, in your Polaroids environment. But there are several significantly various distortions of types of mind, body, spirit complexes. Each type must pursue its own learned teaching in this area. Question. Would you say then that the first step would be to find an individual with ability brought with him into this incarnation? Is this wrong? This is correct. Question. Once I have selected an individual to perform the healing, it would be helpful to receive instruction for you is possible. I'm wrong. This is possible for fiber found complex. But I am assuming then that the selected individual would be one who is very much in harmony with the law of one. Even though he may not have any intellectual understanding of it, he should be living with the law of one. I'm wrong. This is both correct and incorrect. The first case that being correctness, would apply to one such as the questioner himself, who has the distortions toward heaping to call. The incorrectness, which shall be observed, is the heaping of those whose in your space time illusion do not reflect the law of one, but whose ability has found its pathway to the intelligent infinity, regardless of the distance from which it is found. Question. I'm a little confused. I partially understand, but I'm not sure that I understand you. Could you restate that another way? I am wrong. I can restate that in any way. Given this vibratory complex, I will try to Two kinds are those such having the innate discipline towards knowledge can heal, but those having the same knowledge, but showing significant distortions or but have open channel built. The point being that there are not proper. It is the first item of that those whose love does not equal their work, they find some difficulty in absorbing the energy of intelligent unity that's become white distortions such a way to cause disharmony in themselves and others, and perhaps even find it necessary. 
we maintain the distortion towards the air competing. Question. Then would it be possible for you to train us and gain awareness? I am raw. It is possible. Question. Will you train us? I am raw. We will. Question. I have no idea how long this would take. Is it possible for you to give a synopsis of the program of training required? I have no knowledge of what questions to ask at this point. I am raw. We consider your request for information, for as you noted, there are a significant number of vibratory sound complexes which can be used in sequence to train the healer. The synopsis is a very appropriate entry that you might understand what is involved. Firstly, the mind must be known to itself. This is perhaps the most demanding part of the healing work. If the mind knows itself, then the most important aspect of healing has occurred. Consciousness is the microcosm of the law of one. The second part has to do with the discipline of the body complex. In the streamings reaching your planet at this time, these understandings and disciplines have to do with the balance between love and wisdom in the use of the body and its natural function. The third area is the spiritual. And in this area, the first two disciplines are connected through the attainment of contact with intelligent affinity. Question. I believe I have a little idea of the accomplishment of the first step. Can you elaborate a little bit on the other two steps, which I am not at all familiar with? I am raw. Imagine the body. Imagine the more dense aspects of the body. Proceed therefrom to the very finest knowledge of energy pathways which revolve and cause the body to be energized. Understand that all natural functions of the body have all aspects from dense to fine and can be transmuted to what you may call sacramental. This is a brief investigation of the second area. To speak of the third, if you will, imagine the function of the magnet. The magnet has two poles. One reaches up, the other goes down. The function of the spirit is to integrate the upreaching yearning of the mind and body energy with the downpouring and streaming of infant intelligence. This is a brief explication of the third area. Question. Then would this training program involve specific things to do, specific instructions and exercises? I am raw. We are not at this time incarnate among your people. Thus, we can guide and attempt to specify, but we cannot, by example, show. And this is a handicap. However, there should indeed be fairly specific exercises of mind, body, and spirit during the teach-learning process we offer. It is to be once more iterated that healing is but one distortion of the law of one. To reach an undistorted understanding of that law, it is not necessary to heal or to show any manifestations, but only to exercise the discipline of understanding. We would ask that one or two more questions be the ending of the session. Question. My objective is primarily to discover more of the law of one, and it will be very helpful to discover the te techniques of healing. I am aware of your problems with respect to free will. Can you state the law of one and the laws of healing to me? I am wrong. The law of one, though beyond the limitation of name, as you call vibratory sound complexes, may be approximated by stating that all things are one, that there is no polarity, no right or wrong, no disharmony, but only identity. All 
is one, and that one is love light, light love, the infinite creator. One of the primal distortions of law of one is that of healing. Healing occurs when a mind-body-spirit complex realizes deep within itself, law of one, that is, that there is no disharmony, no imperfection, that all is complete, the whole body and perfect. Thus, the intelligent infinity within this mind-body-spirit complex reforms the illusion of body mind or spirit to a form congruent with the law of one the healer acts as energizer or catalyst for this completely individual process one item which may be of interest is that a healer asking to learn must take the distortion understood as responsibility for that ask receiving this is an honor duty which must be carefully considered in free will before the asking question I assume that we should continue tomorrow. Ra, I'm Ra. Your assumption is correct unless you feel a certain question is necessary. This instrument is nurtured by approximately this length of work. Question, I have one more short question. Is this instrument capable of two of these sessions per day or should we remain with one? I am Ra. This instrument is capable of two sessions a day. However, she must be encouraged to keep her bodily complex strong by the ingestion of your foodstuff to an extent which exceeds this instrument's normal of your foodstuff. This due to the physical material which we use to speak. Further, this instrument's activity must be monitored to prevent overactivity, for this activity is equivalent to a strenuous working day on the physical level. If these admonishments are considered, the two sessions would be possible. We do not wish to deplete this instrument. Question. Thank you, Ra. I am Ra. I leave you in the love and light of the one infinite intelligence, which is the creator. Go forth rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one. Adonai. Session 5, January 23rd, 1981. I am Ra. I greet you in the love and light of the infinite creator. I communicate now. Question. The last time we communicated, we were speaking of the learning of healing. It is my impression from what you gave to us in the earlier session that it is necessary to first purify the self by certain disciplines and exercises. Then in order to heal a patient, it is necessary by example and possibly certain exercise to create the mental configuration in the patient that allows him to heal himself. Am I correct? I am raw. Although your learn-understanding distortion is essentially correct, your choice of vibratory sound complex is not entirely as accurate as this language allows. It is not by example that the healer does the working. The working exists in and of itself. The healer is only the catalyst. Much as this instrument has the catalyst necessary to provide the channel for our words, yet by example or exercise of any kind can take no thought for this working. The healing working is congruent in that it is a form of channeling some distortions of the intelligent infinity. Question. We have decided to accept, if offered, the honor, duty of learning, teaching the healing process. I would ask as to the first step which we should accomplish in becoming effective healers. I am Ra. We shall begin with the first of the three teachings. We begin with the mental learn teaching necessary for the contact with the intelligent infinity. The prerequisite of mental work is the ability to retain silence of self at a steady state when required by the self. 
the mind must be open like a door. The key is silence. Within the door lies a hierarchical construction you may liken under geography and in some ways geometry. For the hierarchy is quite regular, bearing interrelationships. To begin to master the concept of mental discipline, it is necessary to examine the self. The clarity of your dimension must be internalized. Where you find patience within your mind, you must consciously find the corresponding impatience and vice versa. Each thought a being has, has in its turn an antithesis. The discipline of the mind involves, first of all, identifying both these things of which you approve and those things of which you disapprove within yourself, and then balancing each and every positive and negative charge with its equal. The mind contains all things, therefore you must discover the completeness within yourself. The second mental discipline is acceptance and the completeness within your consciousness. It is not for a being of polarity in the physical consciousness to pick and choose among attributes, thus building the roles that cause blockages and confusions in the already distorted mind complex. Each acceptance smooths part of the many distortions that the faculty you call judgment engenders. The third discipline of the mind is a repetition of the first, but with the gaze outward toward the fellow entities that it meets. In each entity there exists completeness. Thus the ability to understand each balance is necessary. When you view patience, you are responsible for mirroring in your understanding patience, impatience. When you view impatience, it is necessary for your mental configuration of understanding to be impatient patience. We use this as a simple example. Most configurations of mind have many facets, an understanding of either self-polarity or what you would call other self-polarities can and must be understood as subtle work. The next step is the acceptance of the other self-polarities, which mirrors the second step. These are the first four steps of learning mental discipline. The fifth step involves observing the geographical and geometrical relation and nature's mind. The other mind, the mass mind, and the infinite mind. The second area of learned teaching is the study understanding of the body complexes. It is necessary to do your body well. This is a matter of using the mind to examine how the feelings, the biases, what you would call the emotions, affect various portions of the body complex. It shall be necessary to both understand the bodily polarity and to accept them, repeating in a chemical, physical manifestation the work you've done upon the mind, rethinking the consciousness. The body is a creature of the mind's creation. It has its biases. The biological bias must be first completely understood and then the opposite bias allowed to find full expression and understanding. Again, the process of acceptance of the body as a balanced as well as polarized individual may then be accomplished. It is then the task to extend this understanding to the bodies of the other selves whom you will meet. The simplest example of this is the understanding that each biological male is female. Each biological female is male. This is a simple example. However, in almost every case wherein you are attempting the understanding of the body of self or other self, you will again find that the most subtle discernment is necessary in order to fully grasp the polarity complexes involved. At this time, we would suggest closing the description until the next time of work so that we may devote time to the third area commensurate with its importance, 
We can answer a query if it's a short one before we leave this instrument. Question, is the instrument comfortable? Is there anything that we can do to increase the comfort of the instrument? I am raw. The candle could be rotated clockwise approximately 10 degrees each session to improve the flow of spiral energy through the beam's receiving mechanism. This particular configuration is well otherwise. But we ask that the objects described and used be centered with geometric care and checked from time to time. Also, that they not be exposed to that space-time in which work is not of importance. I am raw. I leave this instrument in the love and light of the one infinite creator. Go forth rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one creator, Adonai. Session 6, January 24, 1981. Ra, I am Ra. I greet you in the love and light of the infinite creator I communicate now. Question. We would like to continue the material from yesterday. I am Ra. This is well with us. We proceed now with the third part of the teach learning concerning the development of the energy powers of healing. The third area is the spiritual complex, which embodies the fields of force and consciousness, which are the least distorted of your mind, body, spirit complex. The exploration and balancing of your spirit complex is indeed the longest and most subtle part of your learned teaching. We have considered the mind as a tree. The mind controls the body. With the mind single-pointed, balanced, and aware, the body comfortable in whatever bias and distortions make it appropriately balanced for that instrument. The instrument is then ready to proceed with the greater work. That is the work of wind and fire. The spiritual body energy field is a pathway or channel. When body and mind are receptive and open, then the spirit can become a functioning shuttle or communicator from the entity's individual energy or will upwards and from the streaming of the creative fire and wind downwards. The healing ability, like all other, what this instrument would call paranormal abilities, is affected by the opening of a pathway or shuttle into intelligent infinity. There are many upon your plane who have a random hole or gateway in their spirit energy field, sometimes created by the ingestion of chemicals such as what this instrument would call LSD, who are able, randomly and without control, to tap into energy sources. They may or not be entities who wish to serve, the purpose of carefully and consciously opening this channel is to serve in a more dependable way, in a more commonplace or usual way, as seen by the distortion complex of the healer. To others, they may appear to be miracles. To the one who has carefully opened the door to an intelligent infinity, this is ordinary, this is commonplace, this is as it should be. But I'm somewhat transformed. The great work goes on. At this time, we feel these exercises suffice for your beginning. We will, at a future time, when you feel you have accomplished that which is set before you, begin to guide you into a more precise understanding of the function and use of this gateway into the experience of healing. Question. I think this might be an appropriate time to include a little more background on yourself, possibly information having to do with where you came from prior to your involvement with this is possible. I am raw. I am with the social memory complex of which I am a part, one of those who voyaged outward from another planet within your own solar system, as this entity would call it. The planetary influences was that you call Venus. We are a race old in your measure. 
when we were at the sixth dimension, our physical beings were what you would call golden. We were tall and somewhat delicate. Our physical body complex covering, which you call the entugment, had a golden luster. In this form, we decided to come among your people. Your peoples at the time were much unlike us in physical appearance, as you might call it. We thus did not mix well with the population and were obviously other than they. Thus, our visit was relatively short. We found in the hypocritical position of being acclaimed as other than your other selves. This was the time during which we built these structures in which you showed interest. Question, how did you journey from Venus to this planet? I am Ra. We used thought. Question, would it be possible to have taken one of the people of this planet at that time and placed them on Venus? Would he have survived? Were conditions on Venus hospitable? I am Ra. The third density conditions are not hospitable to the life forms of your planet. The fifth and sixth dimensions of that planetary sphere are quite conducive to growth learning teaching. Question. How were you able to make the transition to Venus? Did you have to change your dimensions to walk upon the Earth? Do you remember the exercise of the wind? That this illusion is nothingness. It's a disillusion. For there is no nothingness. From the sixth dimension, we are capable of manipulating by thought. The intelligence can be present in each part of life or distorted by it, so that we are able to clothe ourselves without visible in the third density of mind by the complex density. We were allowed this experiment by the council which charged the planet. But where is the council located? I am raw. This council is located in the octave or eighth dimension of the planet taking its place in an area you understand in dimension terms as the range. Question, are there other people such as you found on Earth and any other planets in our solar system? I am wrong. Do you request space-time present information or space-time continuum information? Question, both. I am wrong. At one time, space, which is your past, there was a population of third planets which dwell system. There are various by which aimed. The vibratory sound complex most usually people out. These entities are in sphere. Thus report by upon their death, which is the only one in the at and space present, which has been capable of lessons necessary to create their mind, body, spirit distortion with respect to law one. How did they come? I thought they came the process of harvest and were incarnated through the process of incarnation in their sphere. Question. How long ago did I wrong? I'm having difficulty communicating with the tension. We must deepen our state. This occurred approximately 500,000 of your years ago. Question. Is all of the Earth's population then originally from Maldek? I am raw. This is a new line of questioning and deserves a place of its own. The ones who were harvested to your spheres from the sphere known before its dissolution has other names, but to your people as Maldek, incarnated many within your Earth's sphere upon it. The population of your planet can many various groups from other genetic cycles and third dimension spheres. You are not all one or background beginning. The experience you 
share is unique to this time. Question. I think that it would be appropriate to discover how one acts in this transfer to our planet and environment. I am wrong. The law of one states all things that all beings are. There are certain beings and thought forms with the understanding will be separated by the choice into the source most comfortable to their body spirit. This process is guarded or watched by those nurturing beings who, being very close to the law of one in their distortion, nevertheless move towards active service. Thus, the illusion is created of life, or more properly but less understandably, light love. This in varying degrees of intensity. The spirit complex of each harvested entity moves along the line of light until the light grows too glaring, at which time the entity stops. This entity may have barely reached third density or may be very, very close to the ending of the third density, light, love, distortion, vibratory complex. Nevertheless, those who fall within this octave of intensifying light, love, then experience a major cycle during which there are opportunities for the discovery of the distortions which are inherent in each entity and therefore the lessening of these distortions. Question, what is the length in our years of one of these cycles? Came raw. One major cycle is approximately 25,000 of your years. There are three cycles of this nature during which those who have progressed may be harvested at the end of three major cycles. That is approximately between 75 and 76,000 of your years. All are harvested regardless of their progress. For during that time, the planet itself has moved through the useful part of that dimension and begins to cease being useful for the lower levels of vibration within that density. Question. What is the position of this planet with respect to the progression of cycles at this time? I am raw. This sphere is at this time in fourth dimension vibration. Its material is quite confused due to the society memory complexes embedded in its consciousness. It has not made an easy transition to the vibration which beckons. Therefore, it will be fetched with some inconvenience. Question. Is this inconvenience imminent within a few years? I am raw. This inconvenience or disharmonious vibratory complex has begun several of your years in your past. It shall continue unabated for a period of approximately 30 of your years. Question. After this period of 30 years, I am assuming that this will be a fourth-density planet. Is this correct? I am raw. This is so. Question. Is it possible to estimate what percent of the present population will inhabit the fourth-density planet? I am raw. The harvesting is not yet. Thus, estimation is meaningless. Question. Does the fact that we are in this transition period now have anything to do with the reason that you have made your information available to the population? We have walked among your people. We remember. We remember sorrow, have seen much. We have searched for an instrument of the proper parameters of distortion of mind, body, spirit complex, and supporting an understanding of mind, body, spirit complex to accept this information with minimal distortion and maximal desire to serve for some of your years. The answer, in short, is yes. However, we wish you to know that in our memory, we thank you. Question. The disc-shaped craft that we call UFOs, some have been said to have come from the planet Venus. 
would any of these be your craft? I am Ra. We have used crystals for many purposes. The craft of which you speak have not been used by us in your space-time present memory complex. However, we have used crystals in the bell shape in the past of your illusion. Question. How many years in the past did you use the bell-shaped craft to come to Earth? I am Ra. We visited your people 18,000 of your years ago and did not land again 11,000 years ago. Question. Photographs of bell-shaped craft and reports of contact of such from Venus exist from less than 30 years ago. Do you have any knowledge of these reports? I am Ra. We have knowledge of oneness with these forays of your time, space, present. We are no longer a Venus. However, there are thought forms created among your people from our time of walking among you. The memory and thought forms created, therefore, are a part of your society memory complex. This mass consciousness, as you may call it, creates the experience once more for those who request such experience. The present Venus population is no longer sixth density. Question. Do any of the UFOs presently report at this time come from other planets, or do you have this knowledge? I am wrong. I'm one of the members of the Confederation of Planets in the service of the Infinite Creator. There are approximately 53 civilizations, comprising approximately 500 planetary conscious complex in this confederation. This confederation contains those from your own planet who have attained dimensions beyond the third. It contains planetary entities within your solar system, and it contains planetary entities from other galaxies. Ra often uses the word galaxy, where we would say planetary system. This meaning is listed in the Unabridged Dictionary, but is not in common use. It is a true configuration, confederation, in that its members are not alike, but allied in service according to Law 1. Question. Do any of them come here at this time in spacecraft in the past, say, 30 years? I am Ra. We must state that this information is unimportant. If you will understand this, we feel that the information may be acceptably offered. The law of one is what we are here to express. However, we will speak upon this subject. Each planetary entity which wishes to appear within your third dimension of space-time distortion requests permission to break quarantine, as you may call it, and appear to your people. The reason and purpose for this appearance is understood and either accepted or rejected. There have been many of 15 of the Confederation entities in your sky time. The others are available to you through thought. At present, there are seven which are operating with craft in your density. Their purpose were very simple, to allow those entities on your planet to become aware of infinity, which is often best expressed to the uninformed as the mysterious or unknown. Question. I am fully aware that you are primarily interested in disseminating information concerning law one. However, it is my judgment, and I could be wrong, that in order to disseminate this material, be necessary to include questions such as the one I've just asked. If this is not the objective, then I could limit my questions to the application of the Law of One. But I understand that at this time, it is the objective to widely disseminate material. Is this correct? I am Ross. This perception is only slightly distorted in your understanding and learning. We wish you to proceed as you deem proper, and that is your place. We, in giving this information, find our distortion of understanding of our purpose to be not only of the offering of information, but the weighing of it according to our distorted perceptions of its relative importance. Thus, you will find our statements at times to be those which imply that a question is unimportant. This is 
due to our perception that a given question is unimportant. Nevertheless, unless the question contains potential for answer giving, which may infringe upon free will, we for answers. Question. Thank you very much. We do not want to overtire the instrument. We have gone considerably over our normal working time. Could you tell me what condition the instrument is in? I am wrong. The instrument is bound into your care. However, her physical vehicle is growing thin. Question. In that case, perhaps we should continue at a later time. I am raw. I leave you in the love and light of the one infinite creator. Go forth rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one creator at a line. All right, all right. Peace to the gods. We back. So that's the law of one. We did sessions one through six. A lot of powerful information there. Um, like I said, take the time to to really sit with the information, you know, and find out if it resonates with you, right? It's powerful information. Next week, we will go into the next set of sessions. Uh, we'll start from 7 through 11, all right, 7-11, and we will go from there, right? This is the law of one, um, Adonai, as they say, and um, I'm going to say peace to the gods. I will see y'all Sunday. Hopefully this information, um, you know, will help you you in your journey, whatever that may be, especially figuring out, you know, um, what's going on on this planet. A lot of this information, you know, what I found listening to this information is a lot of it can be backed up. A lot of it you can can actually back some of this stuff up. All right. With that being said, um, I want to say peace to the gods. I'm going to check y'all Sunday. All right. And y'all have a great rest of the week, man. Talk to you soon. Uh, the mighty set. Santana, what's up? More like a movement you need to be in tune with. Killer the dawn, what's good? Crack music, crack. Diplomatic community, 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 Big difference from the cops and the feds. Check that out. A big difference from the dawn and drop head. I told them use it as my casket if I drop dead. Money, power, respect is what the lock said. He showed a lot of locker respect is what the cops said. Fuck the cops. Paparazzi flicks on the six page. Grammy bunch with the 40s by the rib cage. With my jacks, we want to be this like Big day. R.I.P. I've been buying roadies since the kid's age. Four, five, six, top in the seven series. With drop top shit, I can see having clear. Try to put them on the game, but they never hear me Soup, maybe it's Texas, the closest that you getting near me Shit, cause life is so ferocious that it's getting scary It's hard to stay focused, my eyes are getting teary Optimus, what up, nigga? Hey, yo, Capo, what up, man? After I fucked all these girls wanna spoon with me Come get into with me I'm shining like the sun and girl you looking like the moon to yes, me Yes you are Your man a goon he's scared to be in the room with me
That's detrimental. I don't deal with anything that's sentimental. Had cocaine in the rent. Nothing sweet, but all my sweets are presidential. Dead presidents, I'm done with residential. What I mean, man, I bought my own zip code. Leave me alone, I go flip mode. Don't care if you black with a big nose, white with pink toes. Just how the shit goes, the kid with the sick flow. Jewelry, got Bruce Leroy slash Slick Rick Glow. Fuck is you, Negro? Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network.